Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Friday the 14th of January. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Laura Cook. Prince Andrew returns his royal titles to the Queen. I think it was done on the basis that they were hanging on until they heard about uh, judgment as to whether the civil case should go ahead. And British security service MI5 warn of Chinese infiltration in UK Parliament. This is the first one linked to an agent of the Chinese state and it means that an individual has been involved in political interference activities. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Prince Andrew, frequently described as the Queen's favourite son, has been humiliated by being stripped of all military titles and royal patronages. The 61-year-old prince will no longer be called His Royal Highness in any official capacity. It comes as he's being sued for alleged sexual assault by Virginia Dufre in a New York court. On Twitter, his accuser said, My goal has always been to show that the rich and powerful are not above the law and must be held accountable. Prince Andrew denies all of the allegations. Nigel Cawthorn is the author of Prince Andrew, Epstein and the Palace, a biography of the Duke. He's told Times Radio that the prince does still have some royal privileges left. He still has, um, you know, rent-free accommodation uh, in, in Windsor Great Park there, in the mm-hmm. Royal Lodge. Um, so he has that much. He, he's still uh, Councillor of State, so if, if the Queen uh, was indisposed, that, 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 that he, he could take over her role. The decision by the British monarch means that Andrew will have to fight his side of the case in court as a private citizen. Dickie Arbiter, the former Buckingham Palace press secretary, has told Times Radio that the palace would have taken the decision in light of the judgment in the US. I think it was done on the basis that they were hanging on until they heard about uh, judgment as to whether the civil case should go ahead. Andrew's position is untenable and therefore... He had to relinquish the honorary colonelcies of various regiments in not just this country, but in Canada and New Zealand. Prince Andrew's roles will now be redistributed among other members of the royal family. It's the stuff of spy novels or a few Hollywood blockbusters. But there's a warning that a Chinese secret agent infiltrated the home of UK politics. British security service MI5 has said that a lawyer based in England established links for the Chinese Communist Party with aspiring and current MPs. Times Radio political correspondent Charlotte Ivers explains. These security services are notoriously secretive about their goings on. But what we do know is they have issued what's known as an interference alert. These are very rare. This is only the second one. This is the first one linked to an agent of the Chinese state. And it means that an individual has been involved in political interference activities. Christine Lee, whose firm have offices in London and Birmingham, allegedly gave donations to politicians with funding coming from foreign nationals in China and Hong Kong. The UK Home Secretary, Priti Patel, has described the situation deeply concerning. 
Harry Ferguson's a former MI6 officer and wrote Spy, a handbook. He's been telling Times Radio this kind of thing is widespread. Westminster is awash with Russian money. The Chinese have come in fairly late because, of course, you know, 20 years ago they didn't have a lot of money. But also the Saudis, the Israelis, and even during the Brexit campaigns, right-wing Americans um, were pushing money into certain causes because they want to influence political events in this country. Lee, who has been photographed next to President Xi and whose law firm advised the Chinese embassy, had been prolific in Parliament for years. She hadn't hidden her links to the Chinese state and she has also been prominently featured in Chinese-owned media. It's also understood there are no plans to deport Lee and Whitehall sources said her case didn't reach the threshold for prosecution under the Official Secrets Act. On the way, Biden's vaccine mandate is blocked by the Supreme Court and Novak Djokovic has his Australian visa re-cancelled. Times of London Daily World Briefing. In Australia, there has been a dramatic court confession to a murder from more than 30 years ago. Scott Philip White shouted guilty, I'm guilty, as a Sydney court officer read out the charge of the murder of Scott Johnson, shocking his own lawyers. He had previously denied the crime. Johnson, a 27-year-old American PhD student, died in Sydney in 1988, and ever since his family have been campaigning for justice. Johnson's death was initially ruled as suicide, but the case was reopened in 2017 with a coroner's inquest finding that he was likely thrown or hounded off a 60-foot cliff by homophobes. This sparked an official inquiry, which found an additional 23 gay men who died in suspicious circumstances in the Sydney region between the 1970s and 90s may have also been victims of hate crimes. White said he decided to change his plea because he wanted to put the matter to rest for Johnson's family. Now to Germany, where an historic trial has taken place, culminating in the conviction of a Syrian colonel for crimes against humanity. Anwar Raslan was sentenced to life in prison after being linked to the torture of over 4,000 people in Syria's civil war in a jail known as Hell on Earth. The trial was the world's first criminal case brought for state-led torture in Syria. Yasmin Al-Mashan describes the brutal murders of her brothers, one who was killed rescuing an injured person, another by security forces at a demonstration, and one when Islamic State entered their city. She says this trial is a step towards justice for all the family members of those killed. Raslan was arrested in Germany in 2019, having successfully sought asylum there following the fall of the Assad regime in Syria. He was charged with 58 murders, as well as rape and sexual assault, and the torture of at least 4,000 people held there between 2011 and 2012. Germany's legal system had indicated that it felt a special responsibility to bring justice to perpetrators of the most serious crimes committed by the Assad regime during the Syrian uprising, in part because of the country's own history of Nazi war crimes. With the Omicron variant still ripping across the globe, the US Supreme Court has blocked President Joe Biden's workplace vaccine mandate. 
The Conservative Majority Court said that requiring vaccines or weekly COVID-19 tests for workers at businesses with at least 100 employees was an improper imposition on the lives and health of many Americans. Former Sunday Times Deputy Editor Sarah Baxter, who covers the US for the Times of London, said the Supreme Court was showing its colours. We're really seeing why uh, arch-conservatives, evangelicals who might not have approved of um, Donald Trump's personal behavior did back him because they thought they'd get a conservative Supreme Court. And boy, have they. And uh, this slapping down of the vaccine mandate um, has really put Joe Biden and his policies in their place. I mean, it really has shown him to be quite powerless against anything that is challengeable in the Supreme Court. The court's majority decided that COVID-19 does not pose a significant threat to the workplace, likening the coronavirus to -to day-to-day crime and pollution hazards Americans face every day. However, separately they ruled that a more limited vaccine mandate could stand for staff at government-funded healthcare facilities. Sarah Baxter told Times Radio that it was a huge defeat for Joe Biden. He thought that this was going to apply to over 80 million um, Americans, you know, working for large companies, that uh, the, the, the federal government could mandate it after Congress really didn't. And uh, what a slapping down. Coronavirus infections in the United States spearheaded by the Omicron variant continue to escalate in the nation with more than 845,000 COVID-19 related deaths, the highest in the world. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. There's been another twist in Novak Djokovic's saga with the Australian Open. With the latest, here's John Jackson. Novak Djokovic is reportedly considering his options after his Australian visa was cancelled for a second time, effectively ending his hopes of a record 21st Grand Slam tennis title at the Australian Open. The Serbian has been considered a health risk due to his non-vaccination against COVID-19 and the decision has been made in the public interest. A court overturned an earlier revocation and released him from immigration detention on Monday. However, Immigration Minister Alex Hawke used his discretionary powers to again revoke the world number one's entry document. Under the section of the Migration Act used to cancel the paperwork, Djokovic would not be able to secure a visa to Australia for three years, except in compelling circumstances that affect Australia's interest. Djokovic's withdrawal could mean he loses the world number one ranking if Russian second seed Daniel Medvedev or the German third seed Alex Zverev win the tournament. The first round in Melbourne begins on Monday the 17th of January. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. On the same day it was announced he'd headline this year's Coachella, Kanye West has been named as a suspect in an alleged battery in Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Police Department said the rapper, who has legally changed his name to Ye, is being investigated after an incident was reported in the early hours of Thursday morning. The incident is reported to have happened in the Santa Fe Avenue and Bay Street area of the city. In a video on Instagram, West was seen socialising with singer Madonna, boxer Floyd Mayweather and actress Julia Fox hours before the alleged offence. No arrests have been made. And finally, they say you're never too old to start something new. Well, that's the case for a former child prodigy pianist who's recorded a new album at the age of 97. 
Ruth Slensinska's career started at four years old in the 1920s and has performed for figures such as Michelle Obama and former US President Ronald Reagan. Now, after more than six decades away from the studio, she has re-signed to a record label to celebrate her long career. Some of her previous accomplishments include starting on TV at just five years old and making her European concert debut in Berlin when she was six. My Life in Music will be released on the 18th of March and that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 14th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.